The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. The opinions expressed in the Rough House podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet-purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast, courtesy of the Realm Network, here at the Rough House, where black people and white people watch wrestling. And Hispanic people, too. And all people. And welcome to the Rough House Podcast. We're recording on February 11th, 2017. This is my dad's birthday. He doesn't know what a podcast is. So, (laughs) dad, who I know isn't listening, I discovered your pornography in your shoe closet at about the age of nine. And let's just say the acorn doesn't fall far from the butt tree. Because my dad had many types of magazines that was... Perfectly in line with his little boy's interests. Uh, interests certain days I wish were taken advantage of two years ago. <laughs> uh, uh, anal. That's the stuff right there. That's yep, Chris the Bruff pretty much laid it right out. Yeah, butt things. Yep. <laughs> butt butt stuff. stuff. Justin's a big fan of the butt stuff there. Yeah, I'm just like well butts. Well aware of that. All the butts. I just pretty much like seeing people in pain while I'm having a great time. It's <laughs> very self selfish of me. That is pretty much the motto of your life, whether it's you're in pain or you're having a great time. There's always somebody doing the opposite around you. There's no gray area with me, Chris. I either want to see someone just grimacing <laughs> as that big McDonald's milkshake forehead vein comes popping out of their skull and I'm in them to the chestnuts or I'm the one that is just praying for someone to splash water on the fire that I'm currently dancing around in because I can feel the skin bubbling from the bones. How are what, you? What's your current fire? Ooh. <laughs> Here, I'll hold it up for you to see. Hold on. Mm. Let me take a sip. Uh, I'm very accurate and timely when it comes to my taxes. Uh-oh. Every year I get my <laughs> W-2s yeah. Yeah. and I get cranking quick. All right. I also do my taxes. Yes. And Thank you. This year I, uh, I get my W-2s. I get mm-hmm. my 1099s. Mm-hmm. Legally, they all have to show up by January 31st. Right. I wait till February 1st. I get them in. I'm done. I'm set. I see what kind of return I am or am not getting. Uh-oh. This one looked kind of nice, and uh, I was happy with it. Okay. February 2nd, after everything is filed, these 1099s show up that somehow ended up at the goddamn neighbor's house. Oh, no. Yeah. After everything submitted, I have to do an amended tax return, which you can't do for weeks until after the first one has been accepted right now i have to go in 
I have to print out this huge ass document. I've got to write a check. I've got to go to the mailbox. It's basic shit people have done in the past. I love the convenience of just doing it at home and be done and give me my fucking money and then I move <laughs> on. But now I got to do that. Little uh, baby face Evan give you a little break there? A uh, little bit. <clears throat> little More bit. so the first year. Yeah, is um is this is is his burden increases his worth decreases. It's sort of like uh, a car. Pretty much the minute you drive it off the vagina, it loses its it loses its value. <laughs> Should have got that lemon policy. Oh boy. Oh man. Hey, speaking of um speaking of birthdays, not making this about me. Yes, happy belated birthday. Hey, my friends. Oh. Have you ever had and lost a negotiation? For birthday sex. Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. <laughs> I guess I got one up on you, huh? What time do you have there at your house right now? 8.24 a.m. 8.17, I tapped out. 8.17, 8.17, I got the three count. My shoulders were on the mat, and um, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Yeah. I thought you had to take, uh, I thought you had to take her to the mall. I did. Oh, no, 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 not the actual act. The negotiation uh, of when, uh, uh, please, can we? Is there a chance at some point before the leaves come back on the trees? Can we do that? Because my balls are the size of a spare tire right now. And but Sorry about your damn luck. Buck sorry wins, about LOL. your damn luck. I, I took James Storm to the mall. I did. <laughs> yep, took beer money to the mall, and they took all my beer money. Yeah, Buck, Buck wins, LOL. God damn, Buck wins L-O-L, huh? <laughs> Five shutdowns of doom. Just, oh, uh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> it was, um. Did you have any any positive birthday um, experiences or anything? You had a rub down by a big horse-loving lesbian, I heard. Yeah, I had a very large lesbian <laughs> uh, and her non-lesbianic friend give us two massages. Uh, they rub horses for a living, which is kind of like their gimmick. So they came in to rub us down. <clears throat> and... She did this butt cheek with her knees maneuver where it looked like, you know, Saget from Street Fighter 2 throwing tiger knees into my ass over mm. and over again. Felt awesome at the time. Yeah. Days later, ass is purple. Have trouble sitting down. No. Felt like my butthole was going to pop off like a button on a fat guy's suit. Very uh. uncomfortable in the days afterwards. In the moment, though, I never wanted her to stop. Right. But... I can Dang. see that she did a technique that she does to a horse's spine and haunches, <laughs> where she will climb a horse, yeah. saddleless, bareback, much like my father and I's sexual interests, and will start to <laughs> dig down the side. She does this. I'm doing this with my, my, my fingers here. Yeah. She will dig her knees down the side of this horse's oh. flank and ass and haunches. I don't have horse-like flank, ass, or haunches. Right. So... She just she just destroyed my butt, and I'm paying I'm paying for it now. <laughs> Need to isolate that. Yeah, please. <laughs> How aroused were you? I had a little trouble when I turned over. Um, <laughs> I was turgid. I when they flipped me over, uh, I was al dente, and <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't full Flagstaff, but it was, it was a little malleable. Still it was a, little, a conversation little. piece. It was yeah. a conversation piece, and when I, when I flipped over. <laughs> He was in the midst of hulking up. Not all of his clothes had torn off yet. The shirt was still kind of there, but you could see where the biceps had split on yeah. my little Hulk. Uh -huh. But um, so we did that. 
And then, oh, this is why, by the way, this is why you're a rough house listener, part of the Realm Network, hopefully and thankfully for some reasons we will cover soon in this episode, a Patreon mm-hmm. subscriber. This is why you listen to the Rough House podcast, because you're getting a slightly more honest me. Uh, that night, we went to see Mike Anderson dance at the Chippendales. Right. Yada, yada. A bunch of dudes. Fun. Left. Uh, there's no more stories to be told there. I, uh, I leave. <clears throat> I go out to my car. I'm f- way too drunk to drive. Now, the story I told was that I, I went and I went and I got myself on. I went and got a hotel. I slept in a parking garage for six and a half hours. <laughs> and I might, have, I, I might have gone to the bathroom in the parking garage. Not in your pants. No, 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 no. On the cement. Okay. The bad kind. Oh, yeah, oh, buddy. <laughs> Real low point for Justin on Wednesday. <laughs> Not on. sure where you guys are at at 11.45 p.m. on Wednesday night. Probably snuggled uh, in bed next to your loved one, maybe catching up on a little NXT or SmackDown DVR. I was, I was playing beer pong. I was pulling my ass cheeks as far apart as I could so I could take a hot gin shit on the ground <laughs> uh, in the middle of a frosty cold night uh, uh, in a pretty dangerous part of town. So uh, yeah. I, I, I was responsible. Mm-hmm. I did not drive. Mm-hmm. I did not inconvenience anyone. But well, I did except put for the person who wants danger. to clean up your liquidy gin shit. In yeah, the by the looks of that that parking garage, <laughs> they're about nine years overdue for a scrub. So oh, yeah, I don't. I, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna fit the feng shui well. That parking garage, real nice. Yeah. So uh, that's where I'm at. Oh, money on taxes. Took a parking lot shit. Denied the love. All right. Well, you're having a banner week. Happy birthday. It's my birthday. Three, I can eight. see 40 in the distance. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I bought myself stuff, though, so that was, pretty, that was pretty nice. What'd you treat yourself with? I bought myself a um, Sideshow Collectible Limited Edition Megatron 23-inch tall titanium copper <laughs> tungsten and aluminum statue with a light-up LED shoulder cannon that I don't want you to look up because if you look at the price, you're just going to hit end call on the Skype connection. Ah, uh, man, it's got a... If I had to guess... It's, oh, and there's an accompanying Optimus piece that comes out in the summer that if I get this one, I got to get the other. Oh, uh, you, you're, you fool. It had to be at least five, five hundred dollars. Oh, Chris. North of that, buddy. Oh, North no. of that. Eight. <sighs> Justin. It, it might go on sale for that at some point. Justin. At which point I wish I would have thought that I did that. It's over a G. It's a G. Uh, a certified G. A bona fide stud. Uh, and you can't, I can't transform into that. that. You cannot transform <laughs> into that. All right? Oh, buddy. <clears throat> Had to have it. Had But, but you're saving to up it. for Tokyo Dome. Oh, I've already paid for it. For Tokyo Dome or for the hmm. Optimus? Japan. I don't know what the... Uh, the only thing I have not bought for Japan is um, my tickets to Tokyo Dome because they just aren't on sale. Right, yeah. But I got a hotel... I got flights. I'm done. Oh, <clears throat> okay. yeah. Paid for? I, 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 oh yeah. Oh hell yeah. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm not, that's out. Uh. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm. Yeah. Paid for. I'm not doing that shit. I'm not. I'm not gonna bank on that crap. Now I am out of money. 
That needs to be said. I'm out. I am, <laughs> I am out. I'm not like dipping into this McDuck Scrooge vault and swimming around and be like, hey, someone hand me one of those ice scoopers that they have behind the bar at some local right. watering hole so I can take some coins to the bank to buy a Maserati. Oh, no, I'm out. I'm out. I took I took the financial ice cream spoon and scraped the edge of the container. Uh-huh. That thing is clean and dry right now. I am out I of my that. Sometimes I wait for it to melt and then I, I drink it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so now, Christoph, it needs to be said that the that Patreon my- money goes to me and not to your sideshow collectible fund. That's why all the money goes to Christoph. <laughs> this is what makes sense, guys. See, now it all comes fruition when you are a Patreon <clears throat> subscriber. Patreon.com slash the Rough House Podcast. Thank you to everyone that helps with that. Just we'll never not do this free Rough House weekly podcast, maybe sometimes twice if we're feeling froggy, we'll jump. But thank you so much to anybody that does subscribe. Thank you so much to Russell Smith. We mm-hmm. appreciate that. Thank you to Taryn. Uh, thank you to our beautiful girl, Jen. Mm-hmm. Thank you to so many other people. Uh, thank you to, I believe, Hannah has donated a couple of bucks. Thank you to the good folks that have. Because we're doing our Someone Let Us Wrestle series. There'll be another episode of that out in the coming weeks. But Christoph... This is the reason, not just because I'm financially irresponsible when it comes to stuff like <laughs> buying $1,000 Transformer statues. That, trust me, the minute I clicked purchase, waves of guilt overtook me. Oh, yeah. Waves of guilt. And I drank that fucking guilt away. <laughs> that he works tirelessly to bring you additional content. And dare I say, you, were, you somehow took something good and you made it great. Chris, you tell them what we're going to be doing for our Patreon subscribers uh, in the, the the days, weeks to come. So I have been very busy. Um, I'd say unearthing is is the proper term Excavating. to use here. Excavating and really decoding um, because I found um, a a large selection of SGW history mm-hmm. and. I'm reading it for, right now. For Jesus whatever, Christ, I just read one. For whatever oh damn God. reason, it's 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 <clears throat> written in some like uh, wind talker Cherokee code. So it's taken me a while to go through and and decode everything of what happened. We had to kidnap an Indian. We did. He's 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 locked he's up in our toilet pissed. right now. He's feisty. Yeah, that's all right. I threw him some corn. He'll be okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> young Indian kids, young, dumb, and full of corn. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> what we're going to be doing is um, there's going to be a daily SGW update, as in something that happened that day in SGW history over its 9-10 year existence. Daily SGW updates for Patreon um, patrons of an undecided amount. I'm shooting for 20. I don't know if that's unrealistic or not. Justin and I can discuss with some of you guys, too. But uh, that's what it's going to be, a daily, fresh SGW update for something that happened that day in SGW history for a certain level amount of Patreon donation. And we, as well, Chris, excavated the... The Dead Sea Scrolls, basically the Rosetta Stone of SGW, the, the Magna Carta, and found uh, the enti- damn near the entire roster. Found the entire yeah. roster of SGW, including somehow, by God, wrestlers, tag teams, and finishers I've never even heard of yeah. myself. Yeah. Are you shitting me? 
Party Time, The Alcoholic, Jim Daniels, and Vacation, Tony Breeze, who here wanted to get hit with Spike the Punch, a combo <laughs> double axe off the top rope into a DDT. Fuck you. What is this? <laughs> the Strummers, Back Porch, Ricky Pickens, Dirt Road, Dusty Six String, Revenge of the Riff, huh? Combo That's... Chalk Block, Slop Drop. I am in here twirling. Yeah. How about Twirlin' Bob Earl? Miss yeah, Twirlin' Bob Dennis, Earl. We've regularly referenced Cool Beans Cecil Green. Mm-hmm. But even I forgot about his oft-forgotten manager. Oh, yeah. Cool Beans Cecil Green's manager, Uncle Almondine. Fuck you, yeah. bunny. Yeah. I was... The, the stables? Okay. The stables? I knew about uh, the kids. Uh, yeah, yeah. The spookies. The spookies, yeah. The ghost, the monstrous monstrosity, Monty Mongo, and Big Feet. <laughs> Fucking murder me. I don't want to read any, bit mo- any more of this. Uh, there's a women's division, too, that's all forgotten as How well. Is that we on the to, one? I don't want to read too much because I want this to be a Patreon <clears throat> thing, but I'll, I'll go until you tell me to stop. We got, we got to tease. tease. Tease a couple of women. Okay, let me play with some of these balls here. You, all right. you found two of them the other day. I found, okay, I found a couple of women's division wrestlers from the Southern General Wrestling's SGW. Um, I, I believe, what, what, what do they call their women's division? It was it was like the the harlots division, the dames division. I think it was the dames division. The dames division, yeah, the dames, yeah, yeah the Batland dames. Uh, you had such mainstays. Obviously, you have, you know, Ellensbury, rest in peace. Um, yeah. uh, we have uh, Barbara Dingsman, uh-huh. Brazen Brenda Hill, mm-hmm. Clam Shucker Cynthia Hutchins. Oh, Clam Shucker. Karen Heavy Flow. Plan B, Bonnie Bradford, shut the fuck up. She was one not to trifle with. No, uh-uh. Uh, Toothless Teresa Thompson and my favorite, uh, there was an Asian tag team known as the Oriental Express. <laughs> and Christoph is going to be putting together these daily updates. Do, I, you know what, Christoph, and I'm not telling you what to do or not do because you're doing this work. You're getting this cash. Yeah. Get those stacks. But do them when you can. Daily is quite a bit. Or is it one of those things where you're just kind of stuck at work and you're like, fuck, I need something to do. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. You you rack these things out daily. (laughs) Crank these fucking things out daily. The the log or the journal that I found, um, the dates that I've started decoding begin in April. So I'm hoping for an April launch time for this daily SGW thing. They need to work on decoding. Get the the Cherokee out there. God, you've, you've decoded all of this stuff. I mean, my God, it's 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 written in some long forgotten Wingdings font. Yet somehow you've had to translate. Yeah, <clears throat> incredible, incredible. The Lumberyard in Lumberton, North Carolina. Wait till you hear about April Fourth. Wait till you hear uh, about able-bodied Alex Burlstein. God, you oh, know that what? One. Yeah. Mm, that was Go a ahead. good time. Read, maybe, read that one off, just as a taste. Last one is a taste. Last done one. and done. Go ahead. Done and done. Here we go. <clears throat> SGW history as presented by Christoph Lycolot for our SGW Rough House 538 patronage, April 4th, 1986. Able-bodied Alex Brillstein made his SGW debut at the Lumberyard in Lumberton, North Carolina against the Tower, Lenny Power. 
Now, Brillstein proved to be anything but what his nickname led on. He lasted 57 seconds against the tower, being hit with 34 consecutive uppercuts, followed by Lenny's finisher, the Tower Lenny Powers Tower of Power. <laughs> this day in SGW history. There it is. That's worth money right there. Cheers. That is worth money. Cheers to you. Yes, also, <coughs> this is for our Rough House listeners, and this is going to be very vague, and I'm sorry to do this, but it's just, it's just fun. Chris, I'll text and tell you a little later on. Okay. If you're a Maryland listener, Virginia, DMV, stuff like that, there is some stuff happening locally in town that is going to be awesome. Hmm. If you are a local indie fan, if you are a national wrestling fan, if you live in Baltimore, the surrounding areas... There are some parties and some businessmen involved that I have been asked to sit in and talk with about some stuff around here to our, the wrestling fan in Maryland, Baltimore, Virginia, D.C., Delaware is going to have themselves a great summer, fall into winter. It okay. should be great. Uh, so, yeah, just as soon as we get some as soon as we get some some dates and some participants dates. and some organizations nailed down. I just very very excited to tell you guys that there are there are people working to give you guys live wrestling in Maryland that is just as good if not greater than we're already getting. So uh, wow. obviously, Christoph, I'll bring you into the know off the record. Yeah. Where do we start, Chris? We have our Raws and Smackdowns. <clears throat> we are leading into Elimination Chamber yeah. tomorrow. Leading let's, into Fastlane after. Let's go. Let's go through Raw first, and then we can uh, then we can get into Elimination Chamber. Um. Man, what the hell happened on Raw? So we had Goldberg versus Kevin Owens made official. So it's almost a, a done deal that Goldberg is going to squash. It's going to be a squat. Vince wants a squash match on Kevin Owens. And how could it not be? If Goldberg took out Brock Lesnar in, in what, 17 seconds, you think Kevin Owens is going to get a, a fair, a, you know, a decent chance in that match? Yeah, it's, you know, I, I did like the initial Brock Goldberg thing again for reasons that we discussed last episode. Yeah. I was a Goldberg fan. I loved that fascination with him. He had very he was WCW's Ultimate Warrior to where yeah. his matches did not oh, yeah. last. But um, it's to do one of two things that match to shock and to disguise Goldberg's his age, his lack of ability. He just can't. You know, as much as he'd even want to prepare, I don't know he could have a big go-to burner these days with all the time in the world. He's an older man fighting younger guys, right. more spry guys like a Brock Lesnar that are larger, someone that are real scrappy shit kickers as evidenced by the recent Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, house show chair stravaganza. Not sure if anybody saw that. There were some folks that were treated to a house show match with Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe where they put each other through more fucking tables and really? hit each other with more chairs at a house show. This footage leaked earlier in the week, and it just it just reminded you what these guys do and how these guys love the business, that at a unaired, untelevised, never-to-be-seen-again house show, Zane and Owens beat the shit out of each other um. to the 11th hour. It was unbelievable, this footage that leaked from cell phones wow. and Instagrams and stuff. If you can find it, yeah. just search Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, House Show, first week February. It, you'll be stunned at the shit that they're doing for a crowd of a few thousand. Well, even that bump he took off of uh, into the, the, the pyramid of chairs at the Rumble, Owens did. That thing. Oof. That, that was, was brutal. Rough. I could see doing that for the spectacle of the Rumble. This well, yeah, was like sure. in some... 
minor league baseball stadium on a Tuesday. He's getting right. thrown like five tables. It was just well, no, yeah. My, it was wild. And I guess the, the point I was making that is that this, Goldberg ain't that. So no, he ain't doing that. He ain't doing that. So yes, I I would have a feeling, and I would hope that logically it makes sense because you saw some of this on Raw. The dissension that's been teased and not, and teased and not. More the friendship ascension? than not. The dissension. No, God, no. The dissension <laughs> with, oh, God. The dissension versus the ascension. It's they just two people that can't get along. They should change their name to the dissension. Oh, my God. Cesaro and Sheamus should be the dissension, and they always argue versus the ascension, and just no one ever wins. It's always a Broadway. I, I would think and would hope, if I'm booking this and I'm not, that Jericho gets involved somehow distracts by maybe even by accident not even on purpose but a but a by accident screws with owens messes with the match to where goldberg does win goldberg wins quick goldberg gets right. the title they take that to mania you've got your marquee match Here, that's great <clears throat> here's what i'm thinking it's something that's been done but it was done um perfectly booking wise in that it incensed everybody who wanted um the opposite to happen do you remember wrestlemania 28 i think it was supposed to be sheamus versus daniel bryan okay and the match started and this is the time when aj lee was in a in a relationship with daniel bryan the match is about to start aj jumps up on the apron for a good luck kiss bryan gets the kiss turns around gets bro kicked I say you run that back with Jericho jumping up on the apron to get a best friend's hug for good luck. Owens gives it to him, turns around, gets speared. Genius. Genius. Goldberg takes advantage like the wily veteran that he is. Yeah. Jericho and Owens continue their best friend to a fault relationship. And that's the point where it breaks. That's the point where it breaks because you saw more cracks in it this past Monday where it looked like Owens was getting frustrated that Jericho was agreeing to all these matches for him and all these conditions for him. They're not doing this sort of stuff. Uh, There there are no outside of the I've got something hidden in a box, uh, Hell in a Cell match with Shane, Vince, Taker, shit. There are no MacGuffins. No. There's no red herrings in in pro wrestling. If they're going to tease something, they're going to hint about something, they're going to do something. This ain't Shakespeare. So they're going to break up. This will probably be be the match where you see that happen. Uh, You know what? If they do it that way, I am okay because I am excited for a Jericho-Owens match and a Jericho-Owens buildup. Yes, the promos. It's going to be so entertaining. It really will. I think it's going to be so entertaining, which then you have to look at the other possible outcome of that match because you know again you heard me say last week don't bank on anything is Goldberg and and Brock what is what does a Goldberg actual Brock Lesnar match look like I don't know I really don't know what they're having planned for this I mean I and because it's WWE and because it's Vince somewhere in my mind I kind of have the the Sting Triple H match running back where there was a bunch of old Farts coming down the ring, helping, you know, staying and a bunch of DX people helping um, Triple H, which really made no sense whatsoever. Um, I don't know if you can do that with Brock. I, I don't know, because Brock's coming in as the underdog, which is not yeah. something you've ever 
heard. Not even when he's, he premiered. He was, he's uh, lost he was, two encounters to him so far. One right. during the squash match and one at Rumble. Well, and so, if you count the original match at WrestleMania 20, then it's, oh, it's three. Oh, yeah, all that, all that long ago. So, yeah, he's, he's always, this has always been his, his boogeyman. Right. Uh, I, I don't know if they do interferences. I'm not sure outside of a Heyman. Who, who interferes on Goldberg's behalf? Goldberg didn't have I know. many allies, if any, in WCW. Well, he had Sting, most. Sting was mostly a loner. <clears throat> St- Sting was a loner. I- I'm telling you, I watched, I watched that whole run to the point where he left and came back, and they did that terrible Goldberg as a heel run, which was yeah. awful. Um, I don't know if they have any interference, but it will be a very particular match. And by that, I mean... They're not going to do a Cena-Brock SummerSlam mauling. No, no. They're not going to be running around and, and, and flying off ropes and shit like that. I'm not saying high spots or anything like that. I, I think you're going to see power move, pause. Power move, pause. There's going to be a lot of feats of strength. I think if they're smart, they let the you know the amateur wrestling come out of Brock and have you know, have – have them, keep them close. You don't want the distance because that's where Goldberg's power moves come from. Is from a distance. You keep them close and you keep them down on the mat, wrestle them around a little bit. I think maybe that'll that'll help. That's interesting. You know, I, I would actually like to see that because if you go back and actually listen to that, um, you know, what happened when Goldberg episode, they do yeah. describe that his gimmick was that of a shoot fighter that has made himself right. into wrestling, a la a Shamrock, where they had a shoot fighter and they made right. him a wrestler. Dan Severn. Goldberg. Then Dan Severn. Oh, God. Let's not fucking <laughs> think about that. Is that they took in Goldberg, a wrestler, football player, and wink, wink, made him into a shoot fighter. Sure. I mean, <clears throat> how about Goldberg? Goes down there and he acts very shoot fighty. Go go for a takedown right. or go for a ground and pound type thing. Make this look like a non traditional wrestling match. Where, like you said, have Brock rely on his wrestling and have MMA, him grind around. his jujitsu and, and, and stuff. MMA exactly. And then you have have Goldberg do a version of with maybe a little more strikes because he practices Muay Thai and all that. Sure. But yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of power moves here. I think as for me particularly. I have always loved him. I have loved Brock. Yeah. This will be a fun aside. This is not a match that I'm craving, no, dear it's God. It's not going to be a match going, of the night. It's Apparently, it's going to be the headliner. Well, this no, but be, it's not going to be the best match of the oh, night. Oh, no, not at all. That's no, what no, I meant. Not at all. Yeah. This will not be the match of the night, but I do think this is what goes on last. For the title. And Brock, For the title. Brock yes. comes out on top. Yes. Okay, so uh, moving on from there, uh, what else do we have going on? We did have, I tell you what, speaking of Zayn and that house show, Jericho Zayn. It's good yeah. on Raw, man. That was Those great guys match. are great together. They really are. Um, I, I I enjoyed that, um, and I'm not sure where this leaves Sami Zayn going into Mania season because you know he lost another title match to Jericho, albeit with Owens's help. But th- I would I would simultaneously love and hate. Sami Zayn being inserted into the Jericho Owens thing. I would love it because it would lead to a great match, but I would hate it because they've been building to Jericho versus Owens for so long. I would hate hate for them to have to shoehorn somebody else in there. What do you, you think? You know what I think I think what's gonna happen on the way to Mania <clears throat> is that Jericho will lose his US title. Jericho's not gonna keep his US title somehow. I think they're gonna do something to with Zane. some of the uh, to, to Zayn, they'll do this some stuff with Zayn. I'm trying to think of some other guys on the car that they could they could fold. I got nothing. Uh, the um, the the, uh, the the United States Heavyweight Title into. I don't mm-hmm. know who else is really on there on Raw that I would want to see folded into it. I mean, you got the 205ers doing 205 stuff. It looks like we're about to start 
Enzo Cass, Gallows Anderson, which finally I think they're turning a corner on the good brothers. On the good bros, yeah. I think they're finally getting their feet under them. They're, I love that promo. On, I love the nerd shit. I love that stuff. Yeah. Gallows is really acting like Gallows. Carl, Carl, who's a funny dude. They're letting him be a little bit funnier, but not corny. Make fun of New Day. Right. Funny. Balls in a jar uh, funny. Who does who 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 does Zane battle against in a possible I don't know uh four corners ladder match for the US title who who else is on there I you know what something I would like to see is a Rusev Zane um story That'd be fun. That would be that would be fantastic. I'd love or that. Jo- or Joe Zane. Or Joe and Zane. Yeah, that I think Joe and Zane Maybe down the line, I think they're going to start him with a you know a rocket strap to his ass, kind of Samoa sure. Joe thing. Yeah, I, I, those two will probably cross paths for a television match prior to Mania, but I don't think that'll be the program. I like what you suggested. I think Rus- I think Rusev Zayn makes sense. Zayn will forever keep this underdog underground gimmick. Rusev's yeah. the bigger guy. He's got the the the, the woman and Lana by his side. And who, by the way, Mahal. did you did you notice a little bit more old school Lana with? Is Rusev ordering him around? I like it. Well, I and she's really like it. She's training down in NXT too to be a, to wrestle. Let's so. get her back to that. You know what? Get back to her, her her highlight of when God. How long has it been since? Oh my God! Rusev's being overshadowed by right. Lana. Rusev she's crush. everybody wants to see Lana Rusev crush and unleashing him and stuff like that. God, yeah. it seems like a lifetime ago. Get back to it. Have her come down there looking like the shitty nasty businesswoman. Have her unleashing her monster Rusev, but let Rusev keep his newfound verbal skills and yeah. his, his personality. I, I like that a lot, and uh, I also like the Good Brothers versus the Certified G's. I think that's yeah. that's a good fi- match moving forward. It finally gives them um, a marquee match, you know, end zone cast, um, and you know it'll it'll elevate help elevate the Good Brothers to even a higher level to go against a team as over as end zone cast, despite really doing nothing. It's amazing. They're still super. It's it's. It goes to show you how far a catchphrase, a bunch yes. of catchphrases can take you in this business, man. Because you look at the the wins and losses, not even that, but just the matches. Enzo and Cass have really done squat. Since really, they have up. not. You can't look back at a, oh, man, remember that one certified G's match where they took blank to the limit. They have it. They're the they're the power of packaging. They are they are they are a sizzle. And so far, I don't know much about the steak. Because right. those guys are looking, they look incredible. They got a silly gimmick in in Enzo. Cass is this big monster. Yeah. Incredible on the stick. They got fun stuff to say along. But in ring, no one is ever going to mistake Enzo for Shawn Michaels. No. And and Cass, I think, is, is vastly improved from his time in NXT. Mm-hmm. But still not like one of the great big men of our time. I do like that he's nice and thin. He looks good and thin yeah. and moves around very well for that size. Yeah. Um, I, I have a question about a tag team right now. And tell me what Shh. you do with these guys, which Shh. is very surprising. The, the New Day. What do you do with them right now? I don't know, man. I mean, they were at the 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 they were the focus of the tag team division for so long. And I don't know where you go with it from there. And that you know, their gimmick was that they were the longest reigning tag uh, champions, and they have that record, and it's theirs now. So, I mean, I think it's smart to keep them away from the title hunt for a little bit because that's all we've seen for the past like two and a half years. But there aren't a ton of tag teams on Raw. I mean, you look at SmackDown where they're just drowning in tag teams to the 
point that we'll get to in a minute about this Elimination Chamber tag team turmoil match with like one, two, like five, six tag teams involved. Yeah. There's I, I can't think of really more than four tag teams on Raw. Unless you count like Rusev and Jinder Mahal as a tag team, which okay, yeah, kind of, kind of uh, tentative at best. You got right. I mean, you got you got the uh, the New shining Day. stars. You got shining stars, Enzo and Cass, good um, brothers, <clears throat> good brothers, and Sh- Shizaro. That's five. There you go. So that's you know that's not neither neither show has a really mega deep roster. There's a lot of tag teams. Yeah, but they're split evenly for the most part between two shows. Which makes neither division look very, very deep. Right. Uh, I, they had a Primo Epico match on uh, Raw. It was quick. It was easy. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to use the New Day to elevate Primo and Epico, which to this day, I would love to have been sitting in that booking meeting when someone was like, I got an idea for these guys. Travel agents. Right. All right. Next subject. Because I still, I don't hate them. I don't like them. No, they're I like decent work. workers. Yeah, they're not lighting the world on fire with their gimmick or their in-ring action. Actually, the I most fun Los they Matadores. were. Yes, the most fun they were was Los Matadores because it was a fun gimmick, and they had El Torito. And you know, I, I, I just Primo and Epico as just Primo and Epico are just fucking boring. Sorry. So let's get to Joe. Which 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 Samoan named Joe would you like to discuss? Which Samoan named Joe? Who's your favorite Samoan named Joe? Uh, what did you think of the suit? Looked great. You like the suit? I like the suit. You didn't like the suit? I didn't like the suit. I didn't like his jeans and t-shirt combo last week. I like the suit this week. You know why I didn't like the suit? And this is this is me. Main event mafia stink. Yes, I watched too much TNA. <laughs> <clears throat> I had main event mafia flashbacks. Yeah, that were. It, that was a that was that was not a great gimmick. That was not a great stable. Right. It was awkward as balls, and I thought the suit was kind of I don't know. It was ill fitting, but literally and figuratively ill fitting. Right. And I get some people are saying that it was it was designed to make him look like a hitman. Right. For Triple H. For Triple H. And yeah. I get that. Um. Didn't not saying oh my god never do it again. But when he came out, it looked just a a little awkward. Who who else wore a suit? In the past year or two, they got the title and they came down Owens. in a suit. <clears throat> yes, it that's was Owens. right. Thank you. Great memory. The memory of an elephant, Christoph, and the penis of one too. That yeah. this guy is not a suit guy, but comes out in a suit. I remember the Owens suit looking terrible. Well, he because did, he didn't have the tie. He had the the top button unbuttoned and just the jacket. And then he found out that he could wear tap out clothes. And he this is literally his words. He like sighed a sigh of relief because he didn't have to wear a suit anymore. <laughs> yeah, thank God. Uh, great hey, promo from Joe. Here's I love the, thing. the promo from Joe. Please coming as a fat guy. Fat guys in suits, we we can't pull it off like a skinny guy in a suit. We it's just a fact, a fat fact. It it just doesn't work, man. I That's don't the, know. Kingpin sh- looked pretty good. Kingpin looked good. You got to do a white suit and you got to do a cane. You do a okay. white suit and a cane, and you fight blind people. I'm all in. All right? <laughs> then I'm all in. I would have loved a, a gaudy white suit from him, but that okay. looks like he's that the thing only from one. Joe looked right off the rack. He's that the looked only like, one. That looked like Burlington Coat Factory <laughs> off the rack. It probably uh, was. Might have been. Probably got it that morning. There's yeah. a great story, by the way, from a long time ago where Batista, when he was talking about his Deacon gimmick that he uh-huh. came out with um, uh, uh, Devon Dudley, where they told him, hey, you're going to be a Deacon. 
and we need you to get a suit. And he had like next to no money. Sure. Yeah. Main roster, no money. He goes, he spends like what little dollars that he has and he puts the suit on and I can't remember what agent backstage might've even been Vince was like, yeah, it looks good, but you look smaller in it. They need to like see your arms or something like that. Oh, they need and to see your the arms. sleeves off. And they rip the sleeves off in front of him. And yeah. he's like, I don't, oh my God, I, that was just kind of going to be my suit for a little while. I, yeah. You just tore the sleeves off of my suit. But he can't say anything because they want him to go out there and do it. And, right. you know, he does this whole Deacon gimmick. And now he's Bond villains and he's doing real well for himself. And he's going to be uh, in the next Avengers movie, for Christ's sake. We still don't have complete knowledge or otherwise of where Rollins is going to land. Some people no. are saying at Mania, maybe after Mania. If he's at Mania, he's going to be 70%. What what do you do with him? What where, what who does Joe fight? I still like the idea of him taking on Finn. Joe and Finn, you hurt the man that I wanted to come back and yeah. get. How dare you take a great my idea. WrestleMania opponent? I say right now, man, Joe and Finn is a dream match for WrestleMania. Right. Even though we've seen it a bunch of times down in NXT, it's it's to a much wider and a relatively, you know, new audience who probably hasn't seen that those those series of matches. So I think that's that's real good uh, real good money because right now they're kind of lacking a top babyface on Raw and Finn would fit that like a glove. Yeah, you got to think. I mean, Roman ain't it yeah. as as evidenced by it looks like they're definitely going to do Strowman yep, Roman, which is yep. fun to say. Strowman um, Broman. Strowman Broman. I, I like that. I think that's going to be fun. I think that's going to be a real good match. I think yeah, that hoss uh, fight. it's going to be a hoss fight. It's exactly what it's going to be. I love Roman's in-ring work. Mike mm-hmm. outside, not so much. You don't need either guy to speak very much. I loved the four jobbers versus Strowman bit yeah. on Monday. Running that back, being like, you literally have no one for me. Give me everyone. And yeah. the one dude that just bounced. Yep. That's what I would have done. Just, he just tucked and rolled, like yep. not happening. Mm-mm. Not getting in there, just ran off. I thought that was funny. And um, oh, what did you think of um, what do you think of uh, uh, Orton and um, uh, Cena over on SmackDown? What do you think of that? Uh, <laughs> this is why I know they're trolling us because they were advertising SmackDown as for the first time ever on SmackDown Live, which technically it is, but they're selling a match that we've seen literally a hundred times as a first time ever encounter, just because it's on a newly branded show. Come the fuck on. You're trolling us. Okay. (laughs) I think I, when I, when I heard that and they tacked on, it was very much, it's sublime with Rome. So it's not sublime. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's, it's the first time ever since the brand split on this program because it's happened 40 other times they're fucking trolling Um, us that was funny the the match was the match was fine um what intrigued me more is luke harper at this point dude is really um taking this opportunity of this break from bray to really uh, uh come into his own and show his eyes man his eyes Incredible. are just so in, like they're almost hypnotizing, more so than Bray's. Bray's words are hypnotizing. Harper's eyes are just they're just, you're just drawn to him. He's, this this is going to not make sense, but to me it does. Okay, he looks through his own eyes, meaning like he doesn't stare at you. There's something behind. There's like another set of demonic eyes looking through 
his false human ones. They're almost like if you like if you smacked him in the back of the head hard enough, two glass eyes would pop out and you'd see fucking cobra eyes behind them. Right. They look almost artificial. They look yeah. They look uh, uh, magical. They're, they're they're very Nido. They're just very. They're, yeah. yeah. They they're just they're they're hypnotizing. They're terrifying. I wonder if they do go full face with them. Do they clean him up? I do think they physically clean him up. I yeah. I think maybe you give him a new T-shirt. Um, you know, just a, just a clean one. He can still have the look, just clean versions of it, and maybe trim the beard up just a little bit, and maybe tighten the hair up. I think because yeah. his look is perfectly suited for the heel swamp hillbilly murder rapist. But if he's gonna, you know, be pushed as a singles face, I th- maybe maybe just a little little tightening up. And tightening up, holy shit! Big Show Poof. has got abs pecs, biceps, and is in better shape than a lot of the cruiserweights. If you're a cruiserweight and you don't have an ab, hand in your fucking key card. Hand your (laughs) fucking key card in. If the big show is rolling up, kicking a six-pack, and you're in there with a singlet on because you're 150-some-odd pounds, but you've still got that smooth baby fat belly, the big show is in the most incredible shape I've ever seen him in right now. It's unnatural. It's It's freakish in nature, the way he looks right now. I, I can't I can't handle it. I'm, it got I'm me super excited. stoked for him. Yeah, and no. you know, I'm stoked for him. I think I'm actually becoming less stoked for the match. Well, the the, the match being Shaq and yeah. it's Shaq and Big Show. Which if this was three years ago, Big Show, sure, go ahead, have these two big large dudes slam right. each other. One of them will fall over. Ha ha. Feel good win for Shaq. Move on. But this Big Show is like, wait a minute. I, I, I want to see this Big Show. Like have a real match. I want this big show to fight Strowman. I yes. want him to fight Corbin. I want yes. him to fight Harper or Joe or Brock or Goldberg. Like Big Show has has got a fresh polish on an old car. I want this guy to to actually have a match now. I think he's gotten in almost. This is going to sound so stupid, but in too good a shape to a detriment to the match that's being presented with yeah. this. No, you're right. You're because I'm not sure. Last time you seen Shaq, he's fucking disgusting. He's <laughs> he ain't doing shit. You think Shaq's getting this kind of shape? Shit, no. Nah. He's going out there in a jersey, Under Armour track pants. He's going right. to do a couple of chops. He's got that icy toss. hot money. He doesn't have to work out. Yeah, he's got that goofy, you know, for a great low rate, you can save on time, go to the general, save some time cash. He's not going to get in the same general insurance. He's doing general commercials? And they're the most awkward things I haven't seen seen them. I don't watch TV You have not seen The General with Shaq? Uh Uh-uh. Oh, Chris. (laughs) They were just happy that they got Shaq. Right. So they they decided to not write a commercial for him? They let Shaq tell a personal story. Oh, Jesus. About how he doesn't use the general car insurance. But you should. Stop. He says that in their own commercial. And that made it to air. Oh, yeah. It spins a... Yeah, you know, for a long time I had car insurance. You know, I don't use the general, but you should. They say it in the commercial that Shaq doesn't use the general. And meanwhile, this little Pixar animated four-star general is like, uh-huh, 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 just nodding next to him. I'm like, who thought that would be okay to air? Oh, my Lord. It's not as bad, but on the same shelf as the Jolly Ranchers keep on sucking commercial. I cannot not want to just kick furniture over and just punch Uh. windows laughing. Keep, Keep on, on sucking. sucking. I'm like that. That now you want to talk about a troll? That's a troll. <laughs> That's a troll. That is that is a mega troll job right yeah. there. That is the troll of all trolls. 
Before we bounce, you want to go down Elimination Chamber? Yeah, let's run it down. Uh, I think seven matches on the bill. Um, three women's matches. Really? On the card for tomorrow night. First one of which being um, uh, Nikki Bella and Natalia, the blow-off of their feud, um, which the promo on SmackDown this past week wasn't great, um, but the physical stuff they've done has been really good. There was uh, an attack on Talking Smack with Natty uh, beating up Nikki. Um, so, you know, I think a physical match between those two I'm looking forward to. Um, doesn't really matter to me who wins, but let's let's for shits and giggles uh, say yes. Natalia wins because when's the last time Natalia won anything? Yeah, and I think Natalia's got more of the career going forward. The rumors being Nikki Bella possible to retire, start a family, do the Cena thing, put some warmth on Natty. She's been there forever. Yeah. Nikki doesn't need it. She's making nah. that Cena cash. Natty has been really coming out on her own. Yeah. Really developing her character as this heel. I like Natty. I'd prefer Natty to win. I think she's got I think she's more bankable moving forward, so I'll go that. Okay. Another women's match. Let's look at Alexa Bliss, Naomi. For the title, uh, Naomi the title. gets a title shot, which, you know, she's 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 paid her dues, and she's really Absolutely. shown that she can um, be a, a good in-ring performer. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that match. Obviously, I'm Team Bliss all the way, um, and there's not a snowball's chance in hell uh, that Naomi's winning the title, but I think it could be a, a, a well-fought contest. You know, I have concerns about this match from a pacing standpoint. Watching Naomi in recent weeks and watching Alexa Bliss in re- recent weeks, Alexa is probably one of the best talkers in the business right yeah. now in WWE. Yeah. Uh, in ring, acceptable and very particular in that she looks like she is a little bit choreographed. Going spot that to she spot. Needs, okay. She goes from spot to spot to maneuver to maneuver. I feel like it's a little bit of a house of cards that should something not go the way it's intended to. It could it could botch the match. I have a feeling, and I hope I'm wrong, because I do genuinely enjoy both these performers. They seem to work at a different pace than each other. I'm not sure about the chemistry between Naomi and Alexa to where if hmm. there ever was a match on this card that's going to have, uh, uh, the, 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 that botch meter is going to go up a little bit. Sure. I think it could be this, and I hope it's not, because I hope no one sours on Alexa for all the great work that she's been doing, one of the yeah. big surprises of the draft. And Naomi, who has been a mainstay for a long time, is a funk adactyl mm-hmm. then her singles run and she's always been a great person from what i've seen on total divas yeah. i don't want either one of their stocks to decrease because of any sort of botches i just hope they have uh, i hope they have a, a reasonable passable entertaining match yeah. that is relatively botchless that's <laughs> all you can hope for is a relatively botchless relatively match. botchless match the third uh, women's match is mickey james and becky lynch um and i think this this is probably going to be the women's match of the night hell yeah it's going to um, be just in terms of, of equal talent, you know, Mickey James has been doing it for a long time and is still really good and, and, and crisp. And um, uh, Becky Lynch is uh, just Becky Lynch. She's 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 the last kicker, eh? I think they're just going to wrestle the fuck out of each other. And I'm just I'm just excited to watch it. I don't really you know have what? too I much really else to say. I really appreciate that she did when she first came in that I, I wish they focused a little bit more on was the... Women's revolution, women's revolution, women's revolution, right now, right now. Right. That Mickey James was wrestling in a time in the WWE, I, I think right around 2005 to 2008, where uh, you had Stratus, you had Lita, you had Mickey. But then as you kind of moved into the ruthless aggression era, you had a, a, a cavalcade of shit women's talent. Right. 
to where you really appreciated a, a, a good one. Like, God love Maurice. Could not watch her in the ring. Kelly Kelly could not watch her in the ring. Uh, oh, my God. Who was the other girl? Ashley. A- Ashley Massaro. Ashley Massaro. Yep. Oh, yep. God. Just shit. I mean, fine people. But there was just so many former yoga or personal instructors was Tori that were in at there. that time? Who was that? Was that Tori Wilson's era, too? I don't know if Tori was there. I know Victoria was there. Victoria, And Victoria yeah. was a fine wrestler. Melina was there. Not oh, yeah, a great wrestler. Melina, there was, I mean, Maurice was wrestling. Oh, God. Jillian Hall, Michelle McCool, Marie. Mickey yeah. James was one of the few bright lights. Candace Michelle, fuck me. During a, a <laughs> shitty time. Yeah. A genuinely shitty time in yeah. women's wrestling. It was a lot of sexy and not a lot of talent. And I did appreciate Mickey. I think yes, like you said, this will be this will be a good match. I think this will be the women's match of the night. Yeah. Okay. Other matches we have this tag team turmoil kerfuffle uh, with American Alpha. I still don't know how it's working. Are they all in there at one time, or is it elimination, or is it? I, I really don't understand the rules of this match. It, it's American Alpha defending against every other tag team on the division. The tag team turmoil match is as follows. The match has a team in each of the four corners to start the match. But as each team is eliminated, another team takes its place, similar to a gauntlet match. Okay, why don't they just so, call it a gauntlet match? Call it a gauntlet match. That'd be fine by me. So, well, no, because it's, it's a tag team. I don't know. It's very confusing. So all the teams will be out there. Two teams will wrestle. One team, as when they're pinned or lose, the other team another team will up. come in. How do they determine what team comes in next? Um, right or is it predetermined? predetermined Whatever. Yeah. American Alpha, I think, walks out with this. Yeah, I mean, I don't really see any reason to to take the titles you know off them. Uh, what? I take it back. I take it back. Vaudeville. I'm gonna go dark horse here. I'm gonna go dark horse here. Ascension. Breezango. God damn it. Breezango could be fucking phenomenal if they give them a little bit of time to shine. Just the the way they walk out, Lieutenant Dangley. So from great. The yeah, fashion from police gimmick. Yeah. They could be mega, mega hilarious heels. Yes. Give them a chance. Yeah, they're good talkers. Give them a chance to to, to get the heat. They're going to get heat because nobody's going to like them except for us dorks. Um, the Ascension so, stinks. Yeah. Slater and Rhino I like. But they Usos, had their moment. Us, yeah, they've had their moment. Vaude villains are trash. Uh, yeah, I, I would love, I love my Dark Horse pick. Breezango Man. is a what the shit. Is a, is a Zack Ryder intercontinental ladder match win. I'm all about speaking of which. Did you watch the 24 in WrestleMania yet? I have not. No. Was it good? I, I teared up no less than three times. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll watch that. I'll yeah, watch that. It's good. We'll talk about it next week. Moving um, on. Um, let's take a look here at, uh, boy, this is my, this the, is my bathroom break. This the is my bathroom handicap break match? Break. Uh, the, yes, that's my bathroom break. Yeah. I, don't, I have no interest. Apollo Crews and Kalisto uh, taking on Dolph Ziggler. On a in a two on one handicap match, and I just I, I don't understand this match. I don't understand why they're having such a hard time with the Ziggler heel turn. And I don't understand why Kalisto and Apollo Cruz are as awful as they are. A lot. I don't understand anything about this match. Nothing. The whole match is built on Ziggler having a hissy fit. Right, and hitting some the people end. with chairs. There's no story here. There, there's story. Yes, that he attacked all these people, but not like. Uh, put them in a match on pay-per-view. This, this to me, can be settled on a SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I guess, I don't know. Dolph Ziggler beats the shit out of him and hopefully moves up and on from this because this has been... 
this has been his love triangle. This has been this has been it's, his, it's the yearly mm-hmm. Dolph. What the fuck are we doing, Dolph Ziggler? A uh, month and a half. That's match what it of is. the night. Match of the night for me. Orton Harper. Orton Harper. Orton Harper. Right here. That's going to be a goddamn hot fight. Storyline wise, yeah. Storyline wise, it's got the most uh, put behind it. That in elimination chamber, obviously. Um, uh, but man. You know, Orton, as we said a million times, when he wants to go, can fucking go. And Harper is, is taking the ball and running with it. We've always been a big fan of his uh, in-ring work. So I think these two finally just, just beating the bloody hell out of each other um, is great. Do I see Harper coming out on top? No. Um, but that's just, you know, that's just how it is. You Let me think throw so? a storyline wrench in okay. there. Let me throw a storyline wrench. Do we see a Rowan appearance here? I'm not sure if he's ready physically to come back. Is he not slated healthy to to return? I don't think so. I think he just started, um, you know, uh, rehab at at the performance center. If I read that, I think I read that. Uh, gotcha. Could, could be wrong. So yeah, I don't. I don't think that. I, I don't want it either. I want Harper to be on his own, and I want him to to kick ass. I don't want him that to fall back to his old ways. And, and does what? Does does Rowan come back with his uh, Somalier um, past and you know offer a vintage port for his victory? What the hell Jesus, do they do yes. with that shit? Like he'll help tutor your children, and you know he right. speaks twelve languages, but he still has to wear a fucking diaper thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> that he sweats through every time. I think I. You know it's fun. I don't know who's gonna win this. I don't know if it's gonna be Orton. I don't know if it's gonna be Harper. Smart Money would say Orton because he's the winner of the Rumble. They got him going to headline major. Well, not headline, but headline, quote unquote, right. WrestleMania. Yeah. But um, I think Harper is unhinged and is frustrated. And is yes. pissed off unhinged. as he is here. Yeah. Good, unhinged. Good, good term. He's super, super furious. I I don't know. I'm glad I don't know. I'm excited for it. It's it's my most uh, uh, um, interested match of the night. And then we have the Chamber. Right. Which you know. And uh, much like our discussion um, for the Royal Rumble last week, it's a gimmick match that I find fun. And, uh, you know, even though the outcome may be frustrating and we may not get, um, you know, something we want to see, but that's really any pay-per-view when you think about it. But the the gimmick match of the Elimination Chamber, it's a great concept. I love uh, being able to taunt the people who are stuck in the tubes. I love, you know, the, the, the... the anticipation of who's it going to be next. Um, and I love the fact that, you know, and this is hopefully what will happen somewhere around the halfway point, the champion gets pinned and then we're going to have a new champion at the end Would of this that. match. So and to your, to your, uh, to your point about it being a gimmick match, like the rumble, I agree with you that I do like some of these fun gimmicks like this. And I think if you, if you compiled, you know, since the elimination chamber has existed, you know, I, I believe the Elimination Chamber began in 2006 or 2002. Wow. Oh, God, it's almost been going on for like 15 years now. I think if you put all the Rumbles versus next all the Chambers, they're just better matches. Right. You have less people. You know who's involved. So you don't have the... I, I don't have to wonder who's in it, so I'm let down by who is or who isn't yeah. in it. I know the players going in. You have less cooks in the kitchen. Now, I am curious as to the changes made to the chamber, because apparently we're going to see a different-looking chamber this year. Oh, really? I hadn't heard that. Yes, the chamber has been modified. The chamber has a different look than years past. Vince McMahon did an interview, I believe, with shareholders that it's going to be a lot more difficult to climb across the roof of it Hmm. to like kind of hand over hand it. They said this is going to be a a vastly modified elimination chamber 
whatever that means, because one of the problems they had with the old one, it was heavy. It was yeah. hard to transport. Right. This one is going to hopefully make up for that to where you'll see more Elimination Chamber style matchups. It might not just be a once a year thing, okay. but you're going to see a new chamber next uh, this Sunday. And uh, I'm hoping, like what you said, midway through, Cena gets pinned by someone. Right. I hope Cena gets pinned by Styles. I hope Cena gets pinned by Styles, which be a nice little bit of revenge for him. It would. He's all full of himself. He gets a little too confident. Right. He gets pinned. I still just hope beyond hope Bray Wyatt leaves. That is my hope that he leaves. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I think smart money is on Bray at this point, especially with the rumored, you know, Cena and Nikki against Miz and Marie smash at WrestleMania. Uh, but speaking of the Miz, man, it, this would be a great time to pay off his hard work over the past year and, and getting him back into the main event um, sort of thing. If you weren't going to do that mixed tag at Mania, then sorry, Bray, but I, I, I would want Miz to win over Bray at this point. But that's just my personal thing. I, I'd be fine with either of them. Um, I, you know what? And I, 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 I could see a scenario where Styles walks out the champion as well, um, depending on what's going to happen with him at WrestleMania. I know the, the match with Shane was kind of up in the air. I'm not sure if that's still on the table or not, but I, I can't imagine that being for the title. But, um, you know, uh, and hell, you know what? I like I like them all. I, 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 I say this now. I, I may have a different feeling at 11.05 Sunday night, but any anybody winning that match, I'd be okay with at this point. <laughs> what did... Dave Meltzer, one more time, grant to the match between Okada and Kenny Omega. Uh, six stars. If you're out there, Mr. Meltzer, prepare for the possibility of a seven-star matchup. Breaking news, just announced, pre-show, should headline, Elimination Chamber. Oh, my heart's pounding right now. Mojo Rawley and Kurt Hawkins are going head to head. Holy shit. This is this generation's Rock and Austin. This This is Steamboat Flair. This is Hart Michaels. It's 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 I, 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 my mind is just racing. This is I I I can't this think This is of Optimus people. versus Megatron. This is a DC Marvel crossover. I mean, you're talking about Frodo versus the Ring and Gollum in a in a handicap match. This is Jesus Herbert Christ taking on the devil himself. This is Mo- Ellen Ripley in the yellow mech thing against the alien queen. This is Dutch taking on the predator in the jungle. This is that kid from that 70s show taking on the Predator in the jungle. (laughs) The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at youtube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J 2 1 N lowercase W capital G lowercase K capital P M lowercase L capital D N 7 lowercase C 3 lowercase R lowercase F U V Q. 
This is the, the Rough House, Rough House uh, podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph. He's terrible with his information. Okay. Hey, this is The Rock. Shut your mouth, jabronis, and listen up, because this is the Rough House podcast with Justin and my least favorite man on the planet, Christoph. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.